Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you 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 must be so excited. Listen now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The Bugle presents The Last Post with Alice Fraser. Hello, posters, and welcome to The Last Post, the final word in this, the most final of worlds. Today's episode marks Tuesday the 3rd of November of the year 2020, and on this day in history, in 1394, the Jews were expelled from France by Charles VI. I cannot believe we're 308 episodes deep into this year, and I'm still waiting for something nice to happen to the Jews in history. And by something nice, I don't mean the times that there's like a royal edict where they're allowed to get married or own a pig or whatever, because that's very much like the good news that some asshole rented you a tent to live in after they burned down your house. I'm just saying, if the Jews run everything, they can't have been doing it for long. And in 1913, feminist news uh, in history on this day, the first modern elastic brassiere was patented by New York socialite Mary Phelps Jacob, also known as Tits Up Mary. And in 1918, on this date, the Austro-Hungarian Empire dissolved with the surprise introduction to the structure of the empire of half a glass of water. Boom! Got it in early, punks! Never be sleeping! Always be waiting for half a glass of water. Your guest today on the podcast is the magnificent Commandante of the People's Republic of the People United, NATO Green. Welcome back to the show. Hey, Alice. Hello, posters. Uh, You know, I could use half a glass of water because I am hell of ashy these days. (laughs) Well, you've been working so hard. You're right on the forefront of the military resistance to all sorts of things that are happening in America. And it's election day, so it's it's real head up. I'm really pleased that you made time for us. You're going to be telling us all the latest in election news for our top story. That's right. Ready to talk about it? Ready to, ready to talk about armed resistance to the fascist regime? Well, I'm delighted to hear that. But first, some headlines of stories we won't have time for. In the news today, last week New Zealand voted by national referendum to legalise euthanasia but not to decriminalise marijuana, which to me feels the wrong way round, stakes-wise. Like between high and die, if it was an either-or, I'd choose high. Maybe if you allowed people access to marijuana, fewer people would feel the need to hit the eject button on unmanageable pain. I don't know, it's one of those ethical dilemmas where they felt it would be greedy to take both and so they picked the worst one. They've decided that old people can take drugs that will definitely kill them on purpose, but young people can't take drugs that will almost certainly not kill them. Nato, you're in California, the land of weed and guns. Which do you feel more concerned about? You know, the thing about being from the Bay Area, the San Francisco Bay Area in California, is that uh, weed smells like home. <laughs> like when I leave, when I leave San Francisco and travel, and then I come back, it's like, what's that smell? Oh, it's it's weed. 
So we sort of decriminalized weed before it was legal to decriminalize weed. We just <laughs> did it. It was an old legal principle called facts on the ground, which is uh, uh, <laughs> it turns out that things that are illegal become legal if everyone does it at the same time. <laughs> I feel like that's a good way to run politics uh, is just sort of yeah. we all agree on this. This is democracy in action. That's right. We voted with our feet and our bongs, and then we lay down for a nap. <laughs> well, that's all the time we have for the headlines we don't have time for, because now it's time for your ads. Your ad section now, because the dragon's not going to enter itself. Welcome to Mr. Perpendulum's whimsical band box, the one-stop shop for a one-man band. We've got it all. Knee cymbals, foot bells, a mouth piano, a backpack that's actually a drum, a monkey that hits a triangle, we're unbearably loud and intolerably twee for the man with a one-track mind. If that track is being your own coordinated cacophony of circus-type noise, you want Mr. Perpendulum's whimsical band box, one-stop shop for a one-man band. Have you ever wanted to be in a one-man band, NATO? Uh, no, no, I'm more. I'm a, I'm a team player. I wanted to be in a in a jug ensemble. <laughs> yeah, the one man band is very uh, a very sad acknowledgement that you don't have as many friends as you'd like to make the noise level that you'd like. <laughs> right, if you have all the virtuosity and none of the social skills. <laughs> The long trip from the Old Bailey to South Australia on a convict ship is brutal and gruelling. You must survive on grog and hard tack, the ship's biscuit so dry that and weevil-filled you'd never eat it on land. But here at sea, two months in, you don't even get rid of the weevils, they're much-needed protein. The hard tack is impossible for your scurvy loosened teeth to break up. So you soak it in half a glass of water. Half a glass of water, almost a whole mouth of teeth. Brought to you by Sailor's Friend and Half a Glass of Water. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. That's your ad section for today. The last post. Now it's time for your top story. NATO, Comandante, what is happening in the world of the election on this most election of days? Today, on election day, it's very exciting. People are voting. We may finally put an end to the Trump regime, the years of horror that we've been living through. Obviously, Trump is, is not faring well in the polls against Bob the Sentient Trash Island. Of course, I am involved in getting out the vote. I'm doing my part. One of the fun things about election day is that, like, you go from thinking about the very big picture of working on the election and the fate of democracy and your civic duty to the smallest thing of like, have I crossed off all the voters on my list? <laughs> and also you get a little loopy because you have so many, the same conversation so many times. So you start like iterating in fascinating ways. Like I was, I was doing some text banking through an automated uh, voter engagement text banking app. 
And some people were like, yes, I'm with you. And other people were like, no. And then someone responded, suck my dick. And what that made me think of is uh, this famous Obama speech where Obama said, like, you know, in that very Obama way, like, progress is on the ballot. Tolerance is on the ballot. And so then I type back to the person, me sucking your dick is not on the ballot. <laughs> but you can try to run a write-in campaign for that and see how that goes. <laughs> There's only one side of this uh, campaign that would like to make sucking dicks illegal. So if you want to do this... Right. And if you want to see if you can raise money for a, a very small super pack of me sucking your dick specifically... <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's what we want. We want a referendum on every act of sex work. That's right. That not that what consent really is? Uh, <laughs> is It's not consent unless it's submitted to the voters. Yeah, then you have always the guys who'll like, be like, yeah, yeah, I know the popular vote says this, but the electoral college says earlier in the night you let me buy you a drink. So Yeah, speaking of polling the young women... <laughs> <laughs> Such low-hanging um, fruit, NATO. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, I've, I've, I approve of it. I appreciate it. Carry on, and then I'll ask you a little bit about the military side of what's going on with you. So the American people are voting in, in, in record numbers. There was also a huge number of early voting. So the share of people voting on Election Day is the lowest it's ever been. At one point, there was one day last week where we crossed an important threshold, which was a, an early warning sign that millennials are taking over American politics, which was that Americans hit 69 million early votes at exactly 4.20 p.m. <laughs> so that's how we get down, speaking of legalizing weed. And uh, there's record early voting, uh, huge lines, hours long of people waiting to vote. And depending on your point of view, it was either a sign of the greatest democracy on earth or widespread voter suppression. <laughs> and so on behalf of the American people, I would like to say, please, Jacinda Ardern, please invade the United States <laughs> as a humanitarian intervention. And Americans are, are people aren't inspired by necessarily what they're voting for. They want to vote. Uh, they want to vote Trump out. Uh, the American people are saying in one voice, shut the f*** up. And it's inspiring and stirring. And uh, Bob, the sentient trash island, has been dominating the digital advertising space with catchy TikTok videos and slogans like let Bob do the job <laughs> and bobbing for president. Hey. And Trump and Bob, the sentient trash island, are like crisscrossing the country doing campaign events. Trump via Air Force One, Bob, the sentient trash island, who obviously takes up more than one seat on an airplane, <laughs> so has to travel to his campaign events via freight train. This week, President Trump held a campaign rally with thousands of supporters at an airport in Omaha, Nebraska. And uh, he left on Air Force One, and his supporters were left stranded on the tarmac for three hours because there weren't enough shuttles to bring them the four miles back to their cars. At nighttime in Omaha, temperatures got to freezing, and several seniors required medical attention. And so this is from the files of the end of metaphor. Uh, <laughs> Trump literally left his old supporters out in the cold to suffer alone. From the guy who denies the existence of COVID, it couldn't have been more on the nose unless he sprayed them with water and hung them feet first from a clothesline. <laughs> so and now, you know, there's this we're sort of shifting into the mode of like, what's going to happen to the result to whether we will dissolve into all out civil war as fascists refuse to accept the election results. Uh, Republicans trying to suppress the, the vote. They can only win by cheating. They're trying to prevent votes from being counted, purging voter rolls, dismantling the post office, 
packing the Supreme Court with ideologues, preparing armed zealots to take the streets. And in commensurate response, Democratic Senator Chuck Schumer, the leader in the Senate, Democrats will never stop fighting for Americans. Democrats will never stop fighting for Americans' health care, which is quite a self-own. Because <laughs> if you're saying that you will never stop fighting, that's another way of saying that you have no plan to win. <laughs> never stop fighting is a nice way of saying keep losing, never give up on losing. I'd have more respect for Senator Schumer if he said, we didn't start this fight, but we'll end it as he walked out of a burning Mar-a-Lago. Well, I mean, as somebody, uh, you, the leader of the armed resistance, so the People's Republic of the People United, uh, Commandante Nato Green, you've certainly walked out of uh, a number of flaming buildings in your time. Sure. Do you have plans for what's going to happen if Trump wins, what's going to happen if Bob wins? I understand that, you know, neither party's candidate is fully aligned with your, let's be honest, extremely radical views. That's right. Um, what's your sort of strategy going forward? Well, first of all, I should say that, uh, you know, I, I, I'm I taking a, the resistance is taking a united front approach to fight the right. We have to defeat Trump. But I, I commit to you now that if Bob the Sentient Trash Island wins, I'm already against him, <laughs> and I will be doing everything I can to bring him down. Even if he abolishes all police immediately, it will not be enough for me. So uh, it, won't, it won't meet my, uh, my radical standards. So uh, Trump has, has to told the Proud Boys to stand by and stand back and stand ready. There are people bringing guns to, po to polling places as voter intimidation. And as the as the uh, the leader of the military wing of the People's Republic, the People's United, my my brigade is not was not the the Proud Boys. It's middle aged men with a deep seated sense of shame. <laughs> but we are prepared to engage in armed combat with the Proud Boys. You know, within reason. You know, at my age, we <laughs> like we need to do some stretching first before. We, you know, we, I don't want to end up with a Charlie horse as a result of the armed conf confrontation. Yeah, people don't really discuss enough about how much a well-regulated militia needs to be a flexible and um, well well-watered militia. You need to have good nutrition. You have to have proper uh, training. You have to do a lot of athletics. Like it's quite, it's quite intense. Yeah, I mean, and, and if 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 you're going to have a well-regulated militia, like you have to figure out where everyone is going to poo and. Yep. Uh, and and you have to bring your 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 grenades and your night vision and your also your toilet paper like you you know your hand sanitizer like you don't want to be out there fighting for freedom and smelling a bit assy that's not that's not good <laughs> Well, that is the highbrow commentary we expect from a leader among people on this, the very American election day. I've got to say, as an Australian, uh, even though I am orbiting the world in my in my space studio, I, I have some vested interest in the outcomes for Australia. And I've got to say, we're all we've all got our fingers crossed, and we all wish that we could have some sort of a vote. Um, because uh, it's certainly going to affect the rest of the world and all the jokes that I have to write forever. And that's all the time we have for your top story today. And we don't have time for your letters to the editor. That's all right. You can send us a letter to the editor by writing to us at thelastpost at somethingelse.com and take your chances that I'll have time, energy and willingness to read it. Thank you for listening to The Last Post today. We're here in your ears 366 days of this year and we're back tomorrow with all the latest news in this dimension. A big hello to our listeners in the other dimension. Your guest today on the podcast was the extremely aggressive and militant Nato Green. Nato, have you got anything to plug? I would like to plug people shutting the f*** up and not writing you letters. They don't deserve your responses, <laughs> these savages. This brought out a real side of me that I didn't expect. 
the letters to the editor. People can follow me at Nato Green on Twitter, Mr. Nato Green on Instagram. Check out my comedy albums on the comedy album thing or Laughter Against the Machine on Means TV. Brilliant. The last post is an Alice Fraser and the Bugle Podcast's production. I am Alice Fraser. Find me online at, at Alliterative on Twitter and Instagram. That's A-L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I-V-E. Or for a one-stop shop of all my stand-up specials, podcasts and blogs, sign up on patreon.com slash Alice Fraser for a behind-the-scenes pass to my glamorous life. The executive producer of this podcast is Christopher D. Skinner, his sub-producer, the editor, and the iron fist inside his velvet glove is the inimitable Ped Hunter. As we always say, good luck to you, Christopher, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.